This episode is sponsored by Bigger City. Thank you so much for supporting us and helping our show to grow. Hello, and welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we talk about things that are weighing on our minds. My name is Michael Willer. I am a chubby chaser. And today, I am a, a chilled out autumn boy. I am really enjoying the the plunge in temperature here in the Greater Vegas era to the mid 80s. <laughs> crisp 80 degree weather. Look, when you're used to 120, it really genuinely feels quite a bit nicer. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> when all of a sudden down. stepping outside won't strike you dead, you know, <laughs> proves your mood. Hey, everybody. My name's Don. I'm a big chubby guy living here in sunny Hollywood. And today, I am a dizzy deja vu boy. I feel like I've, we've just done this. this is very <laughs> we may or may not be on take two. We may this. be recording again. I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, my name is Dan Oliverio, author, public speaker, and chubby chaser. And uh, today I am freshly back from Madrid. Ole. Yay. And, uh, Hola. And, and going into the trenches for my upcoming show, Patient 13, which uh, opens Friday, October 20th at the Broadwater Theater in Tickets available now. The Broadwater Theater here in Hollywood? That's right. <laughs> Tickets available now on Eventbrite. Patient 13 is the name of the show. Eventbrite, that site online? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> and there's a really cool video. Really cool video. I'm Trevor Keyson. I'm a super chub. And today is Groundhog Day because... We're, this is doing our second time doing the intro, um, <laughs> but I am glad to have my husband back and to not That's be in me. my Dan costume doing all of his <laughs> husbandly duties. And we have a new kitchen faucet because ours broke while he, he was gone. <laughs> I thought it's my great. I it's, thought my timing on that was incredible. Can I just say? Yes. <laughs> Trevor has had to deal with a lot while Dan was gone. When you said husbandly duties. <laughs> yeah. My mind I'm, ta- I'm talking about <laughs> husbandly duties are doing the dishes at night <laughs> ah, <okay. laughs> and taking out the trash down uh, <laughs> taking out the trash down the twisty staircase to our garage yeah it is a very i will say there staircase. are stairs involved it is treacherous and also i was glad i'm always paranoid about having my keys when he's gone and the door locked behind me oh, when yeah. the garage door yeah. closed so i was very yeah. glad to triple check to have my keys <laughs> yeah y'all. stairs are a whole different ad- stairs are a whole different adventure when you can't see your feet yes yeah well, here we are, second time running. Thank you to our Patreon patrons for supporting the show and keeping us going as often and as smoothly as possible. Uh, Thank we you. have been teasing this Dan and Trevor mini-sode. My apologies for not getting that done sooner, but it will be out this coming weekend. So if you're on Patreon, uh, keep an eye out for that. I think that's it, right? Well, thank you to our sponsors at, over at Big Fig and Bigger City. Oh, yeah. Yes, well, Big, you. Big Fig's not quite a sponsor, but we have an affiliate relationship yep. with them we're an alliance <laughs> they, <laughs> exactly you can sponsor the show by buying a big fig mattress through our affiliate link on bigfatgaypod.com okay now showtime now yeah, showtime show now showtime okay uh Olay. oh God, i have to find the pop coat there we go oh it's been a minute <laughs> wop, wop. we're out of practice <laughs> yeah. tell me about it a two-week break five six seven eight <laughs> <laughs> and pose <laughs> hold it um, hold it and release good it's job everybody. time to celebrate <laughs> y'all it's a fun it's a pop very, culture can, can i just set up how deeply important this next story is this was yes. <laughs> one of the pinnacle, this is one of the pinnacle stories of the year. In fact, we look forward to it every single year. Trevor, yeah. 
People what are may we think about? we're making fun of this. We are not. I genuinely look forward to this every year. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, it's not this week. It was Fat Bear Week, y'all. The best time of the year. Week. The yes. fattest bears. <laughs> Literal it's bears. Like, not just we're talking it's, about, <laughs> you know, Fat Bear Fall, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fat Bear Fall. And there was an upset in this year's competition. Yeah. Yeah. Grazer easily, easily wins popular. Yes. Beating out, contest. beating out Chunk. Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Chunk. I mean, you got to love that name. You know, and I'd like to say, you know, that people accuse the event of being overly political because it is, after all, at the end of the day, a popularity contest. But, you know, you got to say that Grazer really put in her due diligence and duty going after Salmon, getting back Salmon that she thought she'd <laughs> lost. But no, she went after them. She, she got that Salmon. It's just nice to see a beauty contest where the big girl just knocks it out of the park and oh wins unanimously. <laughs> so, there's something inconsistent in this article so it says towards the bottom uh, a true mama bear she's known to attack larger bears even adult males to ensure her cubs are safe now hold on a second i thought she was the largest bear is this not or is this well, just it's popularity? Like, no it's it's a popularity contest she's the most okay. popular bear she's the most popular fat bear got it okay that makes more sense and yeah. she's clearly a very good mama yeah. bear though i do think the metric be. is not just the overall largest it's like the one who gains the most over the year well it's 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 <laughs> voted it's just votes it's just votes and you yeah. know mm -hmm. there was there was another uh, a dramatic wrinkle in the contest this year because of the potential government shutdown the votes might not have been counted because it is the park ranger oh yogi that that counts <laughs> that counts the votes <laughs> So and 1.3 uh, million votes, by yes. the way. Yeah. So Can, I mean, so Ranger Smith was yeah. in, you know, was if he, if he hadn't been on the job that day, we would still not know who was. As a matter of fact, I'm there. looking at an article right now. Oh my God, this is quite the scandal. There are images of Mama Grazer sliding picnic baskets underneath the <laughs> ranger station's door. <laughs> oh, oh no. this does not oh, look what good. What a scandal! What a scandal! Look, oh. the <laughs> things that imagine? they will do for a free a free uh, scholarship to Arizona University. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, the upset if this had been like shut down? Because of the government <laughs> shutdown, oh, people did not get the, to find out. Yeah, see, that the would have brought there'd the be riots in Yellowstone. That's what it, that would have brought the Republicans in line. If like you know, yeah, but yeah, sure. I mean, tax mm. workers, sure, but you know, Fat Bear Week can't continue. This must end. <laughs> I'm just happy, you know, a single mom, a bear mom, raising her kids, winning Fat Bear Week. It's you know, like Reba. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very inspiring. Yeah. I hear she has a, a talk show deal in the works now. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be a guest in the She's view. taking the Ellen slot. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. She's, <laughs> she know, also she, likes to dance. <laughs> honestly, if she gets these shows, like she will have won just by virtue of not eating the fellow co-hosts. Like that is <laughs> bottom line. As long as she can, you know, keep that in check. And that I think wasn't contractually, a joke, she's way, allowed that was a bear eat, joke. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> contractually, she's allowed to eat two co-hosts a year. <laughs> okay. Good, 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 good job, everybody. I don't know. If any <laughs> listeners have, like, are upset at the Grazer win, and you have, like, <laughs> strong feelings about Chunk or other... You know, contestants. I don't know. Let us know. I, would I, I heard a news. news story that one the of the competitors team. this year was a three-legged bear. Oh, 
I was like, that, I was like, go, go just go for of, the disability. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from behind too. Representation bear. Okay. So I might need this next one explained to me a little bit, Trevor. So, okay. Have, so this is a little yeah. unusual. I just saw this through the podcast Instagram. And I mean, it's, I guess, you know, we're going from one kind of fat bear to another. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I just loved this dance duo. Yeah, so I mean, I can I can say a little bit about this since yeah, I've been yeah. following. So Diego Basilio is a Brazilian choreographer and dance instructor and a dancer, and mm -hmm. is gorgeous. He is fat, and he's got this uh, whole Instagram thing with I don't know if it's partner like dance partner or partner like romantic partner. But, oh yeah. Um, but also, uh, uh, who's named Kevin? His partner <laughs> is very cute too. By the they're way, they're both mm -hmm. they're both incredibly good looking. They're adorable. Very different, yeah. very different sizes. And uh, the the caption for this particular thing that we've got on our thing is like "Wartas uh, Rosamas Rosa," which means you know Wednesdays we wear pink, and because it's a <laughs> it's a dance move all about pinkness. Um, but it's really wonderful if you if you follow his Instagram, it's just full of really wonderful dance and body positivity and uh the men are gorgeous and mm -hmm. it's just a celebration of what a fat body can do yeah and what it, a and fat choreographer very, can do he's a he's won awards yeah one of the best yeah. elements of the video for me is that there's a whole dance crew behind them while they're dancing who are just going wild for all of the moves that they're like executing perfectly they're cheering mm -hmm. they're they're laughing they're all they're like so into it that you get a whole other energy, but you know, cause there's like a, you know, a dance video where they're just up there dancing. And then there's like this sort of dance studio vibe where mm -hmm. everyone's just around them, supporting them, cheering. It's, it's a really fun watch. Yay. Yeah. yeah. So nice. it's, it's just really feel good. And, and, uh, that's some nice eye candy too. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say, okay. you know, if for no other reason. Is it? And yes, you should have another reason. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so aggressive. All right, everybody, it's time. <laughs> Right. Picture in your head. Call the eagle from within your soul. It's Fat Watch 2023. I never know I'm what sorry, I'm going to say. I'm sorry, I my eyes and I got really each, into it. it <laughs> each Fat Watch is a different experience. <laughs> As it should be. That's true. All um, fat so, people are like snowflakes. We have this, more feel-good Fat Watch for yeah, you. Yeah, it's a, a whole other kind of mama bear. Mm, coming true. in to protect her cubs on today.com of all things which if you're not familiar today is uh one of the larger morning shows morning talk shows in america i used to work for an nbc affiliate this show is four hours long holy yeah. like, or yeah. at least it's insane it's it was when i was working at nbc so you know this is like this is one of those just like they're churning out content usually it's just schlocky kind of like here's how to pack a bag lunch on your vacation without losing money and and yeah. this is actually kind of great like this is yeah. something a little more substantive the headline we have is mom slips this note to her child's pediatrician to prevent body shaming yeah it's really good so the note says basically uh I've worked really hard to keep value judgments away from my daughter's body. And so if you could just refrain from not using words like good or bad or good food and bad food and things like this. And if you mm -hmm. have anything you want to discuss about her weight, why don't you just, you know, what, take me aside afterwards rather than doing it in the room with her. Right. And the, the goal is really just having, as she says, a, a body neutral approach body neutral and or body positive approach to raising her kid this feels so thoughtful but also i don't want to say easy but just like this is 
this is something that anyone could do. Like if you're taking yeah. your child to the doctor, you could write, it was a simple, you know, two sentence note. And it just, I think it, it's also good because in a kind of the, the same way that we say, like, if your doctor is refusing to treat you for something, make him write it down. It kind of mm-hmm. holds them accountable. Like you've been handed a request and they yep. can either choose now to honor it or to ignore it. But then you, you're now, you've done your due diligence and hopefully they, you know, they won't be a jerk about it, which I, I like one of the responses was in the comments sort of like, oh my God, that's so simple. And I can't believe I never thought of it. Yeah. 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 It really does. It, you know, it perfectly fits the Today Show sort of format, which is, you know, everything they're telling you is so simple and obvious. <laughs> and in this case, it also just happens to be like, yeah, of course we should do that. And, you know, not put our kid through you know, that feeling of judgment and shame that can develop, as we all know, into eating disorders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the very least, shame-based behavior and feeling bad about yourself very quickly, because as a kid, I've, you are so sensitive. Yeah. I know Trevor and I have both talked in the past about our experiences as kids at the doctor's mm-hmm. office. I think, Dan, you've mentioned something in the past, sure. too. You know, there's no reason to dive back into it again. But the, the fact is, no positive body experience has ever begun at the doctor's office by surprise. <laughs> ever. Yeah. By you surprise. Know? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so, like, doctors, you know, this is on you. you know? <laughs> like, I also thought it was an interesting thing that people can feel about this the way they feel about it. But one of the things I think the doctor or the nurse said in response was, would it be okay if I showed your daughter where she is on the, on the, you know, the height, weight, growth chart. The, yeah, the growth but it, chart. But without numbers. It doesn't have any numbers. It's just a curve. And like pointing mm-hmm. like, okay, you're here. The curve is here. And what the, and, and the mother said, sure. And the doctor said to the daughter, you know, your body is growing just the way your body grows. Yeah. And that was Which really sounds, sort of, yeah, yeah. really neutral. Mm-hmm. Like really, like, yeah, like there's nothing wrong. Here's where you are. I don't really see the value in comparing your body with the general average population yeah what is that supposed to tell you I, yeah what does well, that mean because if you can't I mean, change it or you know. what is that average you know <laughs> like again we've <laughs> we've discussed in the past that bmi is an average of scottish military people from the late 1800s like, no 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 know, this like, is this is a height <laughs> this is a height weight chart i, I know so but well, i mean but it's not where is that where is that average created in malaysia in the united states right, using only point. white people using the full spectrum of people in the united states like where did that's that a come big from? Yeah. swing and yeah, yeah and how I, I just don't see how that's helpful yeah um you know what like as dan was saying like what are you supposed to do just stop growing like or well, you, i mean well I, what's the point of a ranking i mean that's it's sort of a rating but whatever i remember i mean i've talked about this before like you know my doctor showing me like my growth chart versus like you know the standard growth chart and it was like the same little curve it was just higher and i just remember being like okay so like i'm growing like other people (laughs) like it's and there's there's such bullshit too i when i I remember when i was a kid my doctor told me that i was based on my my growth chart i was going to be six foot two (laughs) and i'm five (laughs) ten 
I am the most average of average heights. And so it's it just it's so it's all mm-hmm. it all feels really like useless guesswork to me. I yeah. just realized, like, hold on, like literally this just hit me while we were talking about this. At the age of 10, I was about eight inches taller than anyone else in my class. Mm-hmm. And I was already being chastised for being much heavier than anyone in my age group. Wait a minute. You know? Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Have we accounted for the fact that I'm a foot taller than everyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. dumb. Anyway, so uh, take inspiration from this mom, and maybe you don't have kids yourself. Maybe you do. But, you know, it, sharing this story with people, other people who may or may not have their own kids, I feel like just the more visibility this gets, the, the, not, the better of an example we can help set. And the more people that do that to any individual doctor, the more that doctor is going to be aware of that, the, the consequences yeah. of doing that outside of that request. It's so true. It's a most, good thing. You know, most people, 99% of people really are not trying to be assholes. Yep. So yeah. mm-hmm. if you, they just, they just, people, they just don't know they're doing it. So if you can, this proactive measure, I think is just brilliant. Awesome. You know, I think, so I was, I was going to say, I think the people not trying to be assholes, but being assholes might be <laughs> oh, a good yeah, that segue, is our segue to our main topic. Oh, it's so perfect. Buoyed you up with some pretty, pretty fluffy and fun pop culture fat watch subjects. And here we are. Uh, we have a mailbag, which is, that's not the bad part. That's a good no. part. Thank you, uh, Liz. Oh, we have, hold on. There we go. We actually have a... <laughs> We have music for this. Yay. It's been so long. I guess um, I should go. Hold on. I really do. I guess I want to clarify that. Because you said this, but I want to clarify as the person who made the transition. I, the mailbag writer is not the asshole. It is, yeah, it is very, oh, very certainly, not. Yes. certainly not. I, I, I <laughs> don't want them to feel like this <laughs> asshole writing into the pocket. That's, that's not that. Oh, it's heavens not that. <laughs> uh, do we want to take both parts or just the second part? Or what are we doing? So we, the listener wrote in, thank you very much. Uh, we have sort of a two-part uh, mailbag here. The first part is, is uh, a little easier to tackle, and then the second part's the meatier subject. But let's get into part one. So they start, hello, guys. I'm a new listener. I just learned about your show a week ago, and I've been binge-watching since then. I love it. Thank you very much. I only wish that uh, I had known about it sooner. I'd love to hear your take on a couple questions. Question one. I'm not sure how to most accurately describe myself on apps to the to attract the right chasers. I'm six foot four, weigh three fifty five. Uh, I'm assuming this is pounds, um, yeah, because kilos would be <laughs> a lot. Uh, this fluctuates up and down often. I'm moderately hairy, mostly chest and stomach, some back hair, and I keep a short beard. I have a good sized belly on the squishy side from years of yo-yo dieting. Hello, me too. Uh, what best describes my build? Chub, super chub, or bear? I usually say I'm a chubby bear, but I'm pretty massive, height and girth, and wonder if it's more accurate to call myself a super chub. Can you help? Oh, I have. Why? So yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I feel like is one of the most asked questions from any chubby listener, because eventually they want to know, like, well, what do I label myself? Yeah, I mean, from from my take on this, just the sound of it, I think chubby bear is perfectly fine. Really, any variation from that label, the label is never going to suit you to a T. So guess what? Post a picture. Post a picture that shows off. It doesn't have to be naked, of course. It doesn't even have to be shirtless. But it has to be something that shows your build. Like, how, where do you carry your weight? Which could be anything from, it just could be a snug but not overly tight t-shirt. Something that kind of shows your shows your curves, shows your size in a context. Mm-hmm. I think there's sort of two key things about labels, which is 
people are going to oftentimes attach their own identity to labels. Yeah. And a lot of times they're, whoever's looking at you is going to attach their own baggage to whatever label you choose. So ultimately, my sense is, you know, a chaser looking at you and reads Chubby Bear, they're going to bring their own baggage to what you look like and how you identify yourself, yep. whether or not you're even aware of it. So it's kind of hard to like anticipate what other people are going to see. I would also look at how you identify, like, how do you identify within those communities? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a bear? Does that feel like part of, you know, if you have a beard and you're a little hairy, ha like, do you feel at home in the bear community? Does that feel right to you? If not, maybe lean Your more job. into the chub side of things and that's fine. It's as much about visual connection to the label as it is about your with the way that you identify. I would just say, I mean, I agree with all of Michael's points. I would also just say, it's all just branding. Yeah, it, it is. is. Do you want to be part of Brand Bear? I would say the Super Chub thing is really just like, comes from porn branding, really. Yeah. And that there's no, I mean, I will say that there are a lot, a lot of chasers that say there are, you know, set parameters for Super Chub. And also, you know, once again, branding now Mega Chub. Yeah. Which I feel yeah. like one skin is really and just to sell porn. <laughs> just I've seen guys identify themselves as super chub as super chubs who are clearly no heavier than like 275. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> just so you can get a sense of how yeah. meaningless that label actually is. Well, and that's yeah, why I want to I want to play into what Michael was saying is that uh, people are gonna put their own baggage into whatever label you use. So mm -hmm. what I suggest is you put your own baggage into whatever label you choose. You, It's very much what Michael was saying. If you see yourself as a super chub, even if the rest of the world doesn't tell you that way, by using that label, you are telling your suitors how you see yourself. That means mm -hmm. something, right? Yeah. And so like, I can't tell you how many, I get a lot of emails from people that identify themselves as chubby on Bigger City. Although by my standards, like I don't see that. It's it, like, but <laughs> they are telling me that they see themselves that way. So they have certain relationships to their body that I understand because mm -hmm. they've used that label, right? Mm -hmm. So th do put some thought into it because the label you choose does matter for you. Yes. And ultimately, yeah. at the end of the day, nobody's hooking up with a label. They're going to hook up with this guy, and you're yeah. the guy, and you're in a mm -hmm. photograph. So the photograph just sort of puts all that to rest. Just mm -hmm. make sure it shows you off as you choose to show off. Yeah. So we have a second part of this. Yeah. Yes. So yes. that was the, well, I don't want to say easier part, but. Uh, more direct. <laughs> a little more, direct. more, yeah, a little more simple topic. Uh, Dan, do you want to take on. Okay. The <laughs> I love that our two the two dyslexic co-hosts. <laughs> I just I'm trying to make this bigger now. Do you want uh, me to read it? No, here we go. Here we go. So the second part of this is the, is as follows. How do you or your listeners respond to this type of scenario? I was on a first date. We were eating dinner and having a pretty good time, but of course I was nervous. My date and I both noticed a lady at the table across from us continually staring at me. Every time I would look her way, she would give me a big friendly smile like she knew me. I did not know her. On her way out, she stopped by my table, quickly handed me a note, smiled again, and left the restaurant at warp speed. My date asked what that was all about. I said, I have no idea. I guess I better read the note. I opened the note, and it was a message saying I would feel better if I lost weight and invited me to her business <laughs> so to, buy, right to buy weight loss pills. Oh I was embarrassed, parentheses, humiliated, really. My date was curious what the note was all about. I let him read it. It was clear he was embarrassed for me, too. Perhaps he was embarrassed for himself, too. To me, that's kind of a, a thing here. 
parentheses, being on a date with someone big enough to attract that kind of attention. I thought about calling her or, you know, because it has the card. I thought about calling her or dropping by her store to correct her, but ultimately I decided I wasn't, it wasn't worth my energy. My friends wanted the store info so they could try to cancel her on social media. I would not <laughs> share that info. Uh, instead, it, yeah, instead I gave her the benefit of the doubt, hoping she uh, truly meant well and didn't just see me as a big, fat, self-loathing dollar sign. Thanks for the amazing show and resources. Keep up the good work, Brian. And he has a PS. I do love the PS. PS, if, <laughs> any, chaser, if any chasers are looking for prime chub chaser territory, visit Oklahoma. I live in the Tulsa area and Tulsa is surprisingly very LGBTQ plus friendly. There are tons of chubby and bearish guys out there. Unfortunately, not very many chasers. Let me just say... Who does this bitch think she is? <laughs> yeah, fuck this Karen. Every step of this of this story is someone manipulating another person to drop their guard and then to stab yeah, the them emotionally. So, well, she was so friendly. She was yeah, waving. Open, she was smiling. smiling, sending positive yeah. energy at you. But and she, then she comes over and slips you a note. Like, but she, 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 you gotta get, so she, well. really, she really does think that's what she's doing. She really does do that. Yes, there's, and there's, which is why I yeah. think these friends need to be unleashed so she can be corrected. Well, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, and corrected vocally. <laughs> there's that. You know, it's it, we could broaden this out into a larger discussion of when someone when someone fucks up. There is that idea that you have fucked up and now you shall be canceled. Whatever you do is irredeemable, and it, rather than making it more of a corrective moment, it becomes a public execution. Right. So if you've seen uh, Shrill, do you guys remember mm. that? Dealing with yeah. the troll? Oh, yeah. So yes. I'm not suggesting that this is the way to handle this, but I think, A, can I just say you have amazing friends and keep them yes. around? Because if that's their... Cause there that are was people, the correct response from your friends. Yes, that to defend you. Because there are absolutely people who are like, well, you know, she does have a point. And they mean just as well as she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, that's bad. bad 100%. Yep. When we talk about being slimed, which you may or may not get to in your binge, binge listening, you know, there's always the decision in that moment of whether or not you want to take the time and energy to correct somebody. And then how do you do it? Do you, I think we had three methods. There was yeah. spi ice, spice, and nice. Mm -hmm. Nice spice and ice, something like that. And so you can be nice about it. You can have the conversation. You can kind of do what Dan's talking about, which is bringing somebody yeah. into the conversation and enlightening them. Um, you it's can that be idea of the distinction of the distinction of calling someone in instead of mm -hmm. calling someone out. Yeah, right. But that is ultimately completely up to you. Absolutely. Like you are not okay. obligated to do any as, of those three. As someone who is currently the rage bunny this morning. <laughs> Let two, me say that Michael is correct. That is the right way to deal with it. Okay. My way, my way, the way I want to be dealing with it today is not the right way of dealing with it. But here's the trade-off. I, I, I was not advocating that there was a correct I right mean, way. Oh, no, I will. Was... I will. My way is not the okay. right way because I want to rage at this person. And I will say, right off, I'll be, I, I, my way is not appropriate and I should not do it. But <laughs> <laughs> there is a limit. You know, and all of us at some point are going to want to step over that line. And when we do, when we decide that it's time to correct and use the ice as a shiv, you know, in the nice ice and spice reaction, make it count, right? This is a woman who has created a career to go out into the public, right? Yes. And she, this is not the first time she has done it. I no. guarantee you. She has a business and she doing is, it. Well, she and, has a business doing it. She is going to yeah. use that same tactic of 
prying open a little crack into your your life by that smile and that shy little glance in your direction. I, I don't know what she looks like, but I'm I I'm picturing someone. I have who a has very that. clear image in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it I, might not but, be right, but yeah. <laughs> but it's a person that has the ability to use that smile to take that first step and get into your brain. And then when she's in there, she shanks you with slime. <laughs> you know? I mean that needs to be corrected and stopped. My thing is like how I'm because I'm, you know, very angry. Um, but like and I do agree of the kind of like calling in thing but like how do you call in someone who's selling diet pills oh like I, I go like there just, you go I there. go there I request to speak with them and I sit my ass down and I tell her exactly what she did to me right forget the business you did this to me while I was on a first date with another human being who was also ashamed and maybe I have or haven't seen them again. And guess what? That's because of you. In my mind, in my life, it's now your fault because you dropped that in my lap. And now I'm here in your place of business to give that gift back to you. And I want to tell you all about all of this in front of your employees. Yeah. And hopefully some customers, you know. But I I feel like it's just one of those things where like because her business is so built on my not existence that calling her in it's like you know if you go in and give that very like i don't know good designing women speech and put her in <laughs> oh, her i place. will sugar baker her ass yeah <laughs> and then you but like you walk it's like oh well it's like see you know what denial he's in about his weight and like if only he would just right. buy my diet pills at which point everything- uh, uh, trust me, I know that's going to be there. And part of it's going to be like, notice no part of the conversation we've had was about my weight. All mm. of this has been about your behavior. Not yeah. one part of this conversation did any action I've taken. I'm I, sorry. I'm going to stop foaming now. I'm taking a yeah. step back. <laughs> no, I, I think the rage is completely uh. appropriate. I think there's a lot of ways to deal with this with a lot of these kinds of transgressions where, again, how do you want to deal with this? That's fine. And I, we've had other episodes on that where I think is a more interesting, at least being a chubby chaser, not more interesting than, I guess more unusual, not more interesting, but more unusual because this happens a lot. This happens, you know, when you're in the grocery store and you're a fat person and someone takes the ice cream out of your cart, like they're doing you a favor and smiles at Mm -hmm. you as if they've become the hero of that situation. You just want to slap (laughs) the fuck out of them. That happens a lot. But what's unusual, I think, or more unusual about this is it's the first date situation. And I want to talk about and I want to ask about what is the date's response or responsibility? The chubby chasers, because I can totally see myself in that situation with that guy. And I don't think I would be angry on on behalf of I mean, I'd be angry both sides. I, I think there's. There's two things going on here. There is one, the fact that, you know, my date has just been slimed and I don't care if it's a first date. They're still a human being, no matter, you know, whether I've slept with them or whether I barely know them, Mm. they're a human being and they just been slimed. Number two, and I talk about this a lot, the fact that, you know, chasers also exist in this fat negative environment with regard to their, their libido. And Mm. does the chaser feel ashamed? And that's a huge question because if I'm the chaser and I also feel slimed, like I shouldn't be on this date or how terrible that I'm preying on this helpless fat person or whatever I, that, whatever that, that's some chaser shit that's got to get dealt with apart from the date, apart from the fat person that's sitting across from me. And then how do I, and then assuming I can handle my own shit, right? Then how do I help this person? Cause that actually could be a huge bonding experience at that date. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to lead to something intimate, but I'm saying that's just a human being to human being moment. And it's really, uh, that could open up the whole date to something really magical in just the, the personal intimacy of dealing with uh, anti-fat yeah. bias and fat phobia. I, I have to say, I, and I can't speak to what this chaser was feeling or experiencing. I don't think we're going to be able to we don't know, know that. We don't know. But mm-hmm. I have and, actually fantasized about you know, what I would do if this were to happen while I was, you know, with somebody there, I was Michael. dating. It's usually in a restaurant and it's usually somebody saying something, not, I hadn't imagined the note scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in that case, it would depend on how quickly she actually exited and how quickly mm-hmm. I could run to well, catch up to Apparently it's warp her. speed. <laughs> I, yeah, but I, I figured out faster than light travel too. So um, <laughs> it's, it, it also depends on if it's a man or a woman, because I think I'm mm. likelier to get into a physical altercation with a guy. But really just, you know, when you've lived as long as I have, or as any of us have in the Chub Chaser world, dating openly and just trying to have healthy relationships, you kind of build up a vocabulary of, I guess, responses to this kind of stuff. But I've never had really an outlet to unleash them before. And so <laughs> there's just that feel, there's like, there's something in me that would feel incredibly satisfied by getting, I also have yeah. very much have a thing of standing up for people who get bullied. I don't think that has anything to do <laughs> with, with my dating and relationships. No, not at all. But being able to go up to somebody like this, who's being a bully and just, unload all of that like very much what don was saying like That's, i absolutely I, fantasize i understand that. that completely because like again i feel one of the reasons why my approach is not a good one is because mine is disproportionate right i've gathered up so much rage that i'm looking to dump somewhere that you know i feel like me going into this woman's store and ranting at her is i am rationally aware that it is not a good thing, but I'm also emotionally aware that it will feel really good, even though it won't advance my position or improve anything. Well, and I wonder, I think it would be satisfying in the sense that, you know, expressing anger is satisfying. It's why yeah. people- Oh, it'd be very it, cathartic. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are even studies that show, like, if you hit your thumb with a hammer and you swear, it actually helps. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts you know, less. It's like, it hurts less. Yeah. So uh, there is definitely that. I guess where I would focus is you know, what is the, and this is so rational, and I realize it's not a rational moment, but you know, what do you want this to lead to? And to me, first and foremost, the fat person is you know, who needs to be healed. That needs to be dealt with first. And then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can take some corrective answer, uh, corrective measure or, you know, storm the gates of her castle. But I, I really want to make sure that fat person's take care, taken care of. And there's an opportunity there for the chaser to do it, assuming he has his shit handled. And that's why it's it's so important that chasers, chasers we got to handle our shit. You know, that right, you, yeah, cannot, you can't you, be... You can't be also embarrassed. You're not allowed. I mean, get, get beyond that. Yeah, get you can't that. be sitting there, you know, yeah. wallowing in your own, you know, shame and issues, of which... There are a lot, like those are real, those exist, but you are not the point in this moment. There is somebody that you presumably that you care about if you're on a date with them that is dealing with something that they were the target. You weren't yeah. the target and you don't, in that moment, you don't get to wallow or take that moment to really, you know, but think I, about what you're doing. I think what you can do is you can say, wow, I can see how, like I feel embarrassed and I can only imagine how you feel. 
maybe we should talk about this. And so you, you know, you still have the focus on the other person, but you, you, you signal to them that you do have, there is a like-mindedness here. And I, I don't want to say that it's not, that there's not, you know, chasers have their own experience of fat phobia and anti-fat bias. It is completely different from the chubs experience, but mm -hmm. they are, they come from the same source, which is anti-fat bias and prejudice. What might be also, I think just starting that conversation with this doesn't make me see you any differently. Yes. You know, like That's don't brilliant. let, because there is an immediate sense of isolation, I think yeah. mm -hmm. on the, on the chubs part when you're a target of something like this, particularly when you're on a first date or any date where the person you're with is either in that moment with you or they're not. And if, if you can just let them know, like this hasn't created distance, you know, and just start there. I think that is perhaps quite, quite powerful. Listening to the two of you talk about this, all I can say is I really desperately hope that the date was with a chaser and not with a normie. Because if it was with a normie, oh boy, I think yeah. that would break me. That would break me in the, in my date moment. It, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to continue with it. Yeah, you know, I if know. I didn't have I, the reassurance that they at least understood my body and my situation in that moment, it would break me. I have a I have a question for for Don and Trevor. So. What would you think of the potential chaser reaction that goes like this, the date's reaction? So the chub has just been slimed. Of course, I'm interested in what was on the note. And so the chub reads it to me. What if the reaction were something like, uh, just laughable incredulity, like, oh my God, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. What a fucking asshole who would do that. What a bunch of nonsense. What a bunch of crap. And sort of dismiss it as this asshole that it, like it doesn't reflect a greater view. It's this awful, stupid aberrance of one person. How would that go over? For me, it would depend on my feelings in the moment. If it had mm. actually landed, if I was actually hurt, that wouldn't help me. It would feel performative. Even if no, it I wasn't, mean, it would feel performative. Well, I mean, it's not yeah. performative if that's how I feel, but if someone no, but, no, but for me, it would feel mm. because I, that's not my experience in the moment. You are disagreeing with my experience in the moment. It hurt me. It mattered, you know? So no, no, I'm not saying I, it, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just yeah. saying that like, what a stupid asshole for doing that. And it's, yes. it's, it's a thing that happened. It's a thing that an asshole did. It's not a, it doesn't call oh. forth the. Uh, I think I misheard you in the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying like, I guess what I mean is laughable is because it's just so fucking stupid and wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a helpful transition for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a helpful because it's a way to pivot off of the moment. Yeah. You know, into yeah. a different area. I think that might be useful. And it's making fun of her and like how stupid it is and how, what mm -hmm. a jerk moment, what a jerk move it is. Trevor, what do you think? I am kind of in the same place. I think it really just depends on like my advice would be to really kind of try to listen and get a sense of where someone is. Cause like, I think Don's reaction from like just mis misunderstanding what Dan was conveying is a pot, you know, the most likely situation. Oh, I like making too light of it, making too little of it. Yeah. Well, just so not just really trying to right away. Yeah. So just really trying to listen to, you know, your date and where they are. I'm just still so fucking pissed off. I it's, think, it's a, I don't know, listener, I think just let your friends, you know, Google review bomb <laughs> this woman. Because I think it's just given how delicate it is, even if someone is 
trying to lose weight and going to this woman, it is such a foul, awful thing. I, it is just such a like awful, absurd situation. And the fact that like it's probably not the first time. Yeah, that's my definitely it. not. Like definitely she, not. she absolutely does this as part of her business, and you know. Yeah, you could have a conversation about educating you, have a conversation about trying to slime her back. I think ultimately the thing that's actually going to get through to her in terms of helping your you know, your fellow fat people and in terms of punishing her, if you really want to punish her, review bomb her business. Yeah. Like, to, and But be honest about what she did. Yeah. Like, this is what she does, does. This is how she tries to get new clients. This is awful. One out of five stars. And then let the market decide, you know, what she's deserving of announcing um, I, a business's business policies is what those reviews are for yeah like does she put on her website hey this is how i like to get new clients because if not are you a fat person casually going about your business <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's no way that she thinks that that is gen actually acceptable behavior oh otherwise yes yes in the same I way that no, but in the same way that people way that, knock door to door trying to get you to believe in their religion. If she thought it was acceptable I, behavior, she would have said it rather than left a note. I, I think that's, yeah. I think sub, she probably consciously feels very much like, oh, yes, I'm doing this fat person a favor. But unconsciously, she knows that this is not acceptable. That's why she wrote a note. That's why she, I mean, I don't know what her business is called, but I'm willing to bet big money that she doesn't tell people that, you know, publicly that this is how she finds new clients. Um so well, anyway, because my, she probably doesn't. Who the hell was? Well, that's that? true. How, how often does this actually work? It's a really dumb way to go about your business. It's awful. Frankly, it's awful. I personally, if it's not too late, and maybe I, I would stay. I would review Bomber, but I would stay away from anything that's just editorializing or inaccurate. I would keep it focused on yeah. what she did and why it's wrong, and then leave the rating and get out of there. I, I think that's acceptable, personally. I would agree. Yeah, just that it's inappropriate behavior and then you might because there is some good that could come out of that somebody might read that and go you know what i don't want to support a person like this whether they're fat or not <sighs> okay then <laughs> i think we've covered that subject I I, if, uh, yeah. <laughs> have we erected uh, the grave marker though <laughs> yeah yeah dear dear listener thank you for for writing in hopefully we didn't make you feel worse I mean, there is something to be said for taking that high road of, you know what, I'm just not going to interact. I'm not going to let it bother me to the extent of interacting and maybe, you know, and then having to respond to the response. And like, I, I can I can totally understand why someone wouldn't want to just get involved in that. Yeah. But I also don't want it. But mm -hmm. I don't want the person to be left with like, oh, it's just something that I take in my stride. Like, you know, there's some sort of heroism in in, yeah. in, in swallowing your feelings. So the, the listener, Brian, also writes... You know, the first thing he said in this question was, how do you or your listeners respond yeah. to this type of scenario? So. And I think very valuable to also hear uh, what the rest of the listeners might do or might not do in this situation. What do you guys think? We're, you know, we're just four people. We don't, and we have somewhat differing points of view on this. So I think mm -hmm. there's, there's value in seeing what the collective thinks about this too. Do we have a tip for the day? We do. We do indeed. Tip day. So I feel like some of our listeners may already be fo following the comedian Pat Riley, whether through his like normal kind of person, comedian, Instagram account, not Pat Riley, or through his painting Instagram and TikTok, Painting with Patrick. But he has mm. a new comedy album that will have just released yesterday. 
October 17th called A Bear Killed My Wife. And he's very funny. <laughs> you should check it out. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. He's really funny. You should check it out. Yeah, he's gay. He's fat. He's funny. We love it. Awesome. Yeah, always nice to... We, we don't have tips all that often, so it's always nice to be able to, to support somebody in the community. Yeah. Well, since one of the questions we had from our listener today was about identity and how you identify, uh-huh. I figured all of us at some point, except for Dan, Dan probably hasn't had this conversation because okay. the rest of us are Dungeons and Dragons players. Oh. And at some point, all of us have tried to figure out if I were actually a Dungeons and Dragons character, what character class would I be, right? <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. most of us usually have that in our head. So what we're going to do is we're going to go around and- Three of us are going to decide who, what character Dungeons and Dragons character class the fourth person would be, and then that person will tell us what they thought. So you're okay. you're guessing for other people. Yes. So for example, I think that I am a certain character class. Now, Trevor and Michael know what the characters are in D anD. d Poor Dan is mm-hmm. going to stand there looking a little confused. But Dan, you can be the tiebreaker if there's a disagreement. They'll tell you oh, why. So we'll why. have to present our arguments. Yeah. Now, okay. I know I think what I I know what I think what I am, but uh-huh. uh, I will tell you after you tell me what you think I am. I think Don is a bard. I was going to say I, bard, but yeah. I don't know. After the the main topic today, maybe um barbarian because of the. He, barbarian he might multiclass, rage. He might multiclass <laughs> yeah. which would work because bard and barbarian are both. No, barbarian strength. I, uh, I am he's so a bard, barbarian. <laughs> I am so on the I'm so on the wrong show. So I think <laughs> I think bard because Don, yeah. as aggressive as he may get, he always uses his words to yes. to try and get to people to get like that is the spell vicious mockery to a T. So I think that. For me, it's the bard. It's using the charisma, you know, outwitting people. That's totally mm-hmm. up Don's alley. All right. Trevor, you feeling that too? Yeah. All right, Dan, you don't get a vote because there's no tie to break. Um, <laughs> I will I happily vote. take bard. <laughs> I, I was thinking bard or cleric, but, uh, but not because I'm religious, but because I like to fix people and help people and uh-huh. repair things. And, yeah, so that works for me. I'm happy with that. Okay. Through song. <laughs> uh, so moving around our little circle, Dan, I, I know you won't necessarily know what to expect of yourself as a character class, but Trevor, Michael, what are you thinking for Dan? Oh, goodness. I'm going to go think... out on a limb with this one. I'm going to suggest Rogue because back in rogue. my day, rogues were, the, rogues were the ones that had all the skills. They were the ones who went out and learned things. That's true. That's um, true. And were very uh, talented in that area. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I was thinking Paladin. Huh. I could see that. It doesn't quite hold up when you think about like having an oath to a higher power. But I think in terms of how he operates in life, being you know, sort of the natural authority figure in the room, the one that people look up to, physically embodying what a paladin yeah. would look like if you cast a paladin in something. That to me, that 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 tracks. Does that work yeah, for you, Trevor? I think that's good because I would, I mean, I want to say barbarian, <laughs> but I think paladin. That's just because of the loincloth. Imagine him without <laughs> the loincloth. No, 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 wait, let me return. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep my loincloth on, Don. <laughs> Dan, do you have any? Uh, I like the sorry. sound of paladin. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I like I like that it's a p word. And there I you like go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on to Trevor, uh, Michael. What do you think for Trevor? Oh boy, see, I've actually played quite a bit of D anD D with Trevor, and he has played characters 
that always embodies some part of his personality, but not the full range. Uh, well, because I the character would just explode. <laughs> I, think I think Trevor is a rogue, actually. Oh. I think Trevor is a rogue because his, you know, I think there's something surreptitious about how he handles things, something kind of like you might not get the full extent of his wrath it, mm -hmm. Like openly, it might have to come out like in some kind of like ulterior or sneaky way. <laughs> in the bucket um, propped in the open door kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could also see, I could see Bard for him as well. I mean, he's a writer. So yeah, maybe a Bard rogue multi-class. I could see that. What do you think, Don? I had rogue. I had rogue, definitely. Because huh. there's also uh, a chaotic, Dan would say chaotic evil. I would say chaotic <laughs> neutral with Trevor. That's because you're, you're far kinder. Well, I, feel like, I feel like if Trevor was going to kill one of us, it would be involve like something in a cake, right? <laughs> like that seems like the sneaky <laughs> like way. poisoning, right? Yeah, like he's going to be the one that knows how to use the, the interesting stuff. So yeah. I think he's the rogue. There is a chef, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but there is a chef class, uh, like supplementary material, not official, uh, mm -hmm. For D and D, that might also be a, a multi-class dip for him. So, Trevor, what were you thinking for yourself? I was thinking I just like druid because I want to be turn into animals. <laughs> um, but I was thinking people were going to do warlock for me. But I could see, I could see warlock. I just, I, I don't see you answering to anybody but yourself. That's the reason warlock doesn't quite. Yes, me. that one. That's kind of why I was like, I'm like, I don't want to be enthralled someone he's a self-endowed <laughs> warlock where do you get your powers from me i mean that's a sorcerer right there <laughs> yeah that, mm -hmm. that that's basically a sorcerer so um, michael trevor what do you think from i just think this wizard because it just seems so oh. i see i don't know i just see you as a wizard and with your little is book it the gray your, i've got coming into my beard <laughs> i think maybe the facial hair but also just like I think there is, I don't know. I just, for right away, I was like wizard. I think right. for me, I, like I actually leaned in a slightly different, it's a slightly less uh, popular class, but I was thinking artificer because Michael, uh -oh. is, Michael is our maker. He's the one who makes things for us. Hmm. You know, so to, for that, I, it's, I know it's purely role and not so much personality, but no, it's your personality too. You're a maker, you build things. Mm -hmm. ah, so that's uh, cool. I'm I going like with that. artificer. I, I, so, I, I like that. He's got that artificer intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so dear listener, what do you, what character classes do you think we are? <laughs> Trevor, where could they go to tell us? Well, we're on Instagram and Twitter as at big fat gay pod. It's still Twitter. It's not X. Uh, we're on Facebook <laughs> as the big fat gay podcast. Leave us five stars there. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bigfatgaypod. See the articles we talked about at www.bigfatgaypod.com. I think that's yeah. everything. The, the music is yeah. looping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're playing D&D &D and you're, you know, investigating a dungeon and you rolled a 15 on your investigation it. check. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And you... You open the chest and it's it wasn't good enough. It's it's, <laughs> it's Michael bomb. is a mimic. He's not a wizard or an artificer. He's a mimic, so watch out. There it is. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> 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 <laughs>